Aloha and welcome back. This is the Two-Wheel Revolution here on thinktechhawaii.com. I am your host, Peter Rossig, and today uh, we're going to have a, we're going to kind of do a virtual visit to another e-bike store and uh, learn a little bit more about how to select an e-bike. Uh, so stick around. We'll be back in a moment. All right, welcome back. Uh, happy to introduce uh, Iniki Galway, uh, who is the marketing manager for eBikes Hawaii, uh, which is a, a store. There's one branch in Kapa'ulu, there's one out in Kapolei, and I understand there's one on the Big Island as well. Uh, and they really are specialists in some of the high end and some of the best e-bikes uh, you can get. We visited another store earlier. I will continue to go uh, around to some of the stores that sell e-bikes, uh, but this is uh, a really valuable thing for us. So, Iniki, welcome and aloha. Aloha. Thank you for introducing me. I, I, I really appreciate that. I'm really looking forward to a Honolulu that's more integrated into, you know, technology that takes you where you need to go. All right. Before we get into that part, I have to ask you a question. Uh, I've been around here for a long time, and I, to when somebody says Uniki to me, I think of a hurricane that hit uh, mostly hit Kauai, a little bit hit Honolulu uh, some years ago. So are, are you named after that hurricane? You know, I was. My parents, they... Though they were here in Honolulu, they uh, they anticipated the hurricane. They saw that it was coming. It was all over the news, and they named me after it. Uh, and then they wondered why I was bad child after that. Uh, <laughs> of course, I don't know if that's connected, but they 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 were great about that. Well, you know, I think if you if you name a boy Butch, you're going to get him. Uh, you're going to get a tough kid. And if you name uh, somebody after a hurricane, I, I wouldn't be totally shocked to to get a uh, get a tough kid. But uh, let's let's dive into the the e bikes that we want to talk about. Uh, how long have you been with uh, with e bikes? I've been with e bikes for roughly one year. Uh, it's been very great for me. I'm, I'm very happy to share all of my experience with people who come into the store, but also people who contact us over Facebook. Okay. Uh, I've met your boss, uh, John Cho, who started the, the company. Uh, I don't even know how long ago, but he's been around for a while and he's kind of a pioneer in the e-bike world around here, I think. Um, and he seemed like a nice guy, so I'm. I hope you. I hope he's as nice to you as as he was to me when I met him. Uh, when people come into the store, uh, you know, what are they? Or do they come in? I'm ready to buy, or do they come in with questions? Or uh, you know, what what's the encounter like when somebody kind of brand new walks into the store? It really depends, honestly. Like some people are not ready to buy. Some people are just looking. And some people are ready to buy at that second, you know. Um, it, it really depends on what they're looking for and what their needs are insofar as 
maybe you need a specific kind of bike in order to facilitate your lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that makes sense. I think uh, uh, some people will have done their research and some people are, are, are looking around. Uh, what kind of questions would they ask you when they come into the store? A lot of people ask me what range a bike has. Uh -huh. So, for an example, a smaller bike might have less range than a larger bike. And this is important to a lot of people because they want more range. A lot of people want more range over smaller range just because, you know, charging is expensive. It can be, it can be however much it costs to do whatever in order yeah. to charge a bike. Uh, I, used to, but, I used to work for the electric company, and I know uh, nobody loves the electric company's rates. So, uh, and they've been pretty high for a while. So, I imagine, and just like with electric cars, it seems that's the first thing people ask: what's the range, and how much is it going to cost me to charge? And in, with a car, you have to kind of ask, where can I charge? Uh, though, but with a bike, you can charge at home, right? Absolutely, you can charge any bike just by plugging in the wall which is nice. It's fantastic for a lot of people. And most bikes have removable batteries. So you can lock your bike up outside, take the battery inside, and charge it right there. It's perfect for a lot of people who live in Honolulu. Okay. And why do you think, why would you say it's perfect for people living in Honolulu? is generally very small i know that i living in apartments they're not that big and i would love a folding bike that had a lot of range which e-bikes what he has i enjoy having the range that i need without the headache of a full-sized bike Okay. And what, just so our viewers know, what is that thing uh, over your left shoulder? Is that, uh, is that a bike? This is actually a scooter. Uh -huh. This is an electric scooter that I borrowed from eBikes Hawaii. Um, it has about 20 miles of range and I love it. I borrow it. I borrow it on a regular basis. <laughs> okay. This this is fantastic. Uh, so that if they're looking around the store and that's gone, they figure you've gone home already as well. Huh? Is that the, the way that works? <laughs> um, well, I really hope that we have the uh, our own scooters there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what else do you hear from people? Uh, you know, when they're if they come back to the shop. Uh, I imagine occasionally somebody comes back and says, "Here, take this back. I can't deal with it. The tra you know, traffic's too much." Does that do people give it up, or uh, do people come back and say this is really great? Or what do you hear from people when they come back after they've purchased uh, an e-bike? Mostly, what I hear from people is that they love their bikes. 
Uh, 99% of the time I hear from people who, who have never biked before, who want to reduce their carbon footprint and get an e-bike just for that reason. Uh-huh. And 99% of those people, they, they just love their bike. And it's fantastic. I'd say like once in a while we have some person who doesn't enjoy their bike, but there's always a weird, there's always a weird one out there, right? Somebody that yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, like if it's range or if it's like power, we're usually able to fix it and uh-huh. make it how they want it to be. Oh, well, that's good. That's great. That's great news. Uh, and so um, in general, do you, do you see business uh, is business good? Is it picking up? Uh, is it leveling out? Uh, I know there was a, a kind of a surge, I think, during uh, the height of the pandemic when people didn't want to get on the bus and things. Uh, how's business now? Business is fantastic. Gas prices have been rising and i feel like that's only contributed to what we're doing uh definitely like people who want to bite that's gone up a lot and people who want to just have transportation that's gone up a lot Especially college students who aren't really looking at mopeds or cars. They're coming to us. They're, you know, a lot of electric bikes are cheaper than mopeds. And they're coming to us looking for solutions that can help solve whatever transportation needs they have. That's terrific. I was surprised. I saw in the in the Star Advertiser uh, a little while back when the when the state started those uh, rebates uh, to uh, that there had been more e-bikes registered in the first two months of this year than in all of last year. Uh, and last year was about three times more than the year before. So, and I, I'm sure that not every e-bike gets gets registered. Uh, so it seems like there's a terrific boom uh, in, in e-bikes here in Honolulu. Definitely, definitely. You know, I, I encourage all of my customers to register their bikes. It's, it's a great way to make sure your bike gets back to you if it ever does become stolen. Yeah. And it's it's supposed to go like, you know, the fees and stuff are supposed to go to bicycle uh like pass and stuff, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm hopeful for all that. I, I want all of that. And I uh, I, I encourage my customers to register their bikes. We write out the registration every time that somebody buys something from us. So yeah. we let them. It's their responsibility after that. Uh, I, I, I genuinely hope that most of our customers register their bikes, but it's not always the case. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm sure there are people, you know, there are people buying them in the big box stores now. Uh, you can get a big, uh, an e-bike, kind of an e-bike for about 600 bucks at at uh, Costco, I know. And and uh, I'm guessing most of those don't get registered. They go home and they're, they're on the street before uh, anybody can, can register them. So, yeah, so we know there must be more out there, but the fact that the registrations are that strong must be very encouraging. And are people coming in and asking, do they already know about the rebate or do you need to tell them about the rebate? How, how's that working? Usually they know about the rebate. Usually they're asking us about how the rebate works. And have had you had a lot of people asking, or you feel it's going pretty well? I feel like it's going pretty well. Um, 90% of our customers roughly ask about the rebate. And um, I do have walk-ins who, who already bought a bike, who don't know much about the rebate. They, they ask me as well, like, hey, how do I do this? And there, there's a whole place on our website dedicated to how to apply. So okay. I usually just welcome for that. That's great because any bike that was bought uh, since I think what the middle of last year could potentially be qualified for the for a rebate. As I understand it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, the rebate qualifies for people who don't have a car or are a current student, or currently are obtaining special benefits from the government. Yeah. Uh, we do, I have heard of a bill that is maybe being considered that would expand that a bit, but I don't have any news on if it has been expanded or anything yeah. like that. We're recording this a little too early in the session to know what the status is, but we do know that uh, there are, there is a bill to uh, expand the local one and uh, the the national one that didn't make it into the the last big legislation. They uh, some of the congressmen from California, I believe, have resubmitted that, so there could be uh, a national e-bike uh, rebate coming, which would be I think would be great. Uh, I know in Denver, every time they they launch another rebate, uh, you know, 10 seconds after it goes online, everybody's already subscribed to it. It's just hugely popular and it just makes uh, a lot of sense. It certainly helps move along. And I think although those restrictions you mentioned are good, I think it could be broadened to a lot more people and more people would, would be interested in it. So you help them if they need to have, have help. If they're buying a bike from you, you'll help them fill out the forms or show them where to go or or uh, help them get through that. Is that right? Absolutely. I have on my website how to apply, like every step, how to apply. And if anybody comes in or if anybody calls and they're confused about it, I walk them through the steps. There, There is a really confusing part of how to apply. Okay. It's called the vendor form. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I need e-bikes for you to fill that out. But no, the vendor form is just for, like, the individual. 
And so I show everybody how to apply, just in case. Yeah. Well, the government can't make it too easy after all, because that, <laughs> we know. Okay, well, so that's great. So we're, we're seeing more people interested. We're seeing people uh, going for the rebate if they qualify, and we're seeing more and more e-bikes being registered. So uh, do you see any problems, I guess? Uh, you know, there's now more and more e-bikes of different speeds. Uh, there's more and more e-scooters and e-skateboards. Uh, there are these little dinky ones, as I mentioned, that you get from Costco. Uh, are, are there conflicts? Uh, I know some uh, regular bicyclists kind of look down their nose at e-bikes, uh, but uh, are there, do you see conflicts between e-bikes and other kinds of, of personal transportation? You know, 99% of the conflict that I see is the inability to work on something super tiny. And I'm talking about the Costco bikes. I'm talking about like the, the Jetson. And uh, it's very difficult to work on those just because they're so proprietary and they they don't support dealers. And they, they're, it's impossible to like get in and work on stuff. So, and this expands into a whole larger area of like things we can't work on. Um, you know, electrical stuff in general, if it's not something we carry, we can't get parts for it. So, you know, if you order some random e-bike off of Amazon, it, there's going to be very little dealer support and no dealer support, I would say, because the dealer is Amazon. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so if you go to somewhere that's a dealer and has an established, like, connection with the brand, we're going to be able to get parts. We're going to be able to get service. We're going to be able to get you know, all the support we need in order to fix that. Whereas something like you bought at Costco or Sam's Club, we're not going to be able to support that. Yeah. We're not going to be able to get parts for that. And that's why I really want something like people to realize because I've had a lot of people who have left my store being like, oh, I'm going to just buy this one. And I can't support it. I can't like get parts for it. I can't do anything for it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, there's there's definitely like a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Well, it, that's kind of modern life in a way, isn't it? You know, you you it used to be that uh, any bike, any bike mechanic could fix any bike because uh, they were pretty much the same. Now uh, you get into specialties and, and much the same with electric vehicles. You know, Tesla won't touch a Nissan and Nissan won't touch a Tesla and so forth. So uh, I think that's that's kind of part of modern life. But I don't think people realize it because they're used to thinking, well, if I get an e-bike, uh, just like my old bike, I'll take it to whatever bike shop and they'll fix it for me. Uh, or they'll get me the parts, but that's not how it works when we get into these really very, they're, they're very technologically advanced uh, pieces of equipment. Uh, so I, I guess it doesn't work that way anymore. Huh? Okay, so let's go visit the store. Uh, let's uh, 
get a picture up on, on the screen. There's the store. It's in, this is the one in Kapahulu. Uh, it's on Campbell uh, Street. So it's kind of, you know, go to Zippy's and turn right or left, whichever way you're coming from. Uh, and that will get you. Uh, and if you're a longtime biker here, uh, there there used to be a big bike store on the corner at Kapahulu. But now you go a little bit down Campbell and, and here's the store. So let's, um, and anybody can see it's not a big store, but it's really, it's really packed with, with a number of different pieces of equipment. So let's go to the first uh, picture of a bike. Uh, well, these are the scooters, right? So here are some of your scooters. Uh, um, you, do you have a lot of scooters or is it kind of limited? We definitely have a lot of scooters. It's not limited at all. Uh, if if people want scooters, they can have scooters. Um, I have one behind me. Right. This is the more basic one, uh, but they're definitely very popular, especially insofar as the people who go to Manoa or people who are college students. Mm -hmm. This one specifically has 20 miles of range, which I think is perfect for Honolulu. Like there's nowhere really that you're going to be going that has more than that, really. Uh, it's Baby Brother, which we also sell, has twice the range. And I mean, that just means you're going to be charging it less. And I, I'm really excited for that. The, the scooters themselves have really bright headlights, which is really cool. Um, it, you don't have to be seen by traffic, but when it's nighttime, it feels a lot better to be seen by traffic. Okay, great. Let's look at the next one. Uh, I think it's going to be a folding bike, which is pretty uh, bright. But tell us a little bit about this bike. This bike is foldable and practical. A lot of people buy something like this or this specific bike in order to cruise around town and then be able to take it up to North Shore on the weekends. You know, a lot of people love this in order to be able to stuff it into apartments or their trunks or whatever makes them happy. I, I do have a, a, a very select number of customers who buy these just in order to take them around the island. I also have a few customers who are going to UH and need to be able to store something in their apartment. It's okay. it's really versatile, which is what I love. That's great. That's great. And the hinge, I've always worried about the hinge. Uh, you know, that's got to hold really tight when you when you when you screw it together. Uh, is that pretty reliable? Very reliable. The hinge. The main hinge that you're talking about is situated like this, and then it has an extra safety clasp that comes over kind of like this. Uh -huh. And I don't know how to, how to describe it other than that, but uh, it, it works really well. 
in order to like keep the bike from unfolding while you're moving and even if you have it without the safety class i i've never seen one unfold while you're moving all right never that's great so give me let's go to the next one uh we're going to run out of time before we do the whole routine. This is the Aventon, and I get uh, my impression is that this is a pretty uh, popular uh, e-bike. Is that is that right? Definitely. Aventon is our bestseller, and everybody who comes in, it, it, it's affordable. It has a lot of features, and Aventon works really well for our brand. That's great. Since you said it's affordable, uh, I think you're on the high end of this business, but how much would a typical Aventon bike cost me? Really depends. Um, an Aventon uh, pace, for an example, might be around $17.99. Wow. A an Aventon uh, level or you know another model that had more features maybe closer to 23. Well, that's, I, I thought it was going to be starting much higher than that. So I'm glad I asked. Uh, that's interesting. And I've seen a lot of these around and they look really solid and they look really uh, rideable and that's that's great. So let's go to another, uh, let's take one or two more. This is, I think, the, is this the Rocky Mountain? This or is the Rocky Mountain. This is my main Rocky Mountain that the, I hate to say it, the boys ride when I'm not looking, uh, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's a mountain bike. It's okay. a lot more uh, dialed in. It has fantastic components that maybe other entry-level bikes don't have. Something like this would be closer to like four to seven. Okay. And it would be Mountain bikes generally are, are more expensive, so that's not a huge surprise, right? They're a lot more dialed in, they're a lot more, you know, have all the those components that you're looking for. Okay, let's take another get another couple of pictures before we have to go away. Tell me what what is this one? That was fascinating to me. That is a Turn HSD P9 Performance, and I know that's a really long name. That is something that you can take a child on or a small adult on the back. Okay. I really like that because you are able to haul a bunch of stuff. Like, if you don't have a person on the back, you can just throw a bunch of bags back there or, or a box or whatever. Uh, it, it works really well for our Uber driver type people. And it works really well for families who are growing into a bike. Mm. That's great. And uh, okay, one more. This is uh, a, I don't know, I, I got con get from confused whether you call this uh, uh, an e-scooter or a e what do you call this? <laughs> I guess I should ask you. This is actually a electric moped, and we just got these in. They've been really popular so far. We have them in red, black, and a grayish color. 
but they have been super cool for around town. They've got front and rear suspension, which is nice, but yeah, I, I've been really liking them. They electric all the way. All right. Is this, I, I know there's some of these that look sort of like this, that you need to have a special license and some that you don't. Is that right? That is correct up to a point. The last one you showed me, you do have to have a driver's license for because that is considered a moped. However, everything else that we've gone over, you do not need a license or registration or anything like that for. Okay, but you sure ought to wear a helmet, right? You definitely only have one head that you're born with. If yeah. you have more, please let me know because I would love to see that experiment. <laughs> Okay, Delway. Well, when you know when there are secondary heads available, e-bikes Hawaii will sell them. Uh, so, thank you so much. It's really been great to talk to you. Great to kind of do a virtual visit to the store. Uh, I'm sure people, you're on Kapahulu, uh, Kapahulu on Campbell. Uh, you're in in Kapolei. They can look up that, and you're on the Big Island too. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. We're in Hawaii. And Javi is kind of unique because they do rentals as well. Oh, okay. Very cool. So uh, if people were interested in something they saw or what's interested in what else is available, go buy e-bikes Hawaii. It's a great store with some great people. Uh, all e-bikes are all electric vehicles. Some of the bike stores do both traditional and e-bikes and uh you may want to get somebody that does all electric stuff and that would certainly be e-bikes really appreciate it galway thank you so much uh and and aloha because you've been terrific thank you so much peter you have a wonderful day Okay, thank you very much for joining us. We've had a we'll we'll be looking for more uh, stores to visit, more people to talk about experiences with all kinds of personal mobility, e-bikes, uh, regular bikes, uh, e-scooters, e-skateboards, uh, e even you know I promise to eventually get to electric wheelchairs as soon as I need to have one. So uh, we're going to continue the show, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And thank you. And Can I tell you a secret before we leave? Sorry. Say that again. Can I tell you a secret before we leave? Sure. We have fixed e uh e moped, not e mopeds, e wheelchairs at both of our locations before. Right. Um definitely like something that we want to look into going forward. But, you know, fixing stuff that is malfunctioning or whatever. But, you know. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, I really I encourage people to go by, talk to uh, talk to Aniki or whoever you find in the store that day, because they're, they're a great group of people. Thank you again, uh, and aloha to everyone. Thank you so much for watching Think Tech Hawaii. If you like what we do, please like us and click the subscribe button on YouTube and the follow button on Vimeo. You can also follow us on Facebook.
Instagram, and LinkedIn, and donate to us at thinktechhawaii.com. Mahalo.